it's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you are at work, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching. If you are watching live on YouTube, you can be part of the adventure tonight in the chat room and participate with others as they watch the show. If you are listening later, please give it a like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so that you can get all of the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. If you have not become a patron of the Geocache Talk Network, what are you waiting for? Patron levels start as low as a bison tube level at $3 a month. To sign up is easy. Simply go to the Geocache Talk website and click on the Become a Patron button or go to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk. Patrons now get the famous blackout coin, invites to special events, and other really great items throughout the year. Become a patron today. Have you subscribed to FTF Magazine yet? FTF Magazine is the number one geocaching magazine available. It is a quarterly magazine that you can be part of. Submit your geocaching milestones and adventures to be published. FTF Magazine is also interactive with puzzles to solve and the hunt to find Spartacus. If you can solve the puzzle or find Spartacus, then you will be entered in to win a special path tag. Every new subscription, you will receive a special swag pack. Subscribing is easy. Just visit FTF's website, ftfgeo.com. Don't miss out and subscribe today. And sponsored by SmashingPennies.net. Get 10% off your order with code Geocache Talk Network. They are perfect to put in the geocache. To Derek, Baker Six Clan for the graphics and our featured patrons, returning patron Padib, Retro Gaming Gal, RVN Pendragon, Rega, Pizza Boy 2600, not Pizza Ninja. Not Pizza Ninja, Pizza Boy 2600. And Gooey Six Easy, Returning Patron Kitty Catch, Happy F33T3, TN Duke, and our new patrons, Returning Patron Ravenclaw Tia. You see a, a little bit of a theme there. Baby Yoda Girl, BNJ Bish, Nervous Energies, and Returning Patron Husker Medic. And with me tonight, my favorite. Earth Cash Master, <laughs> okay. my co-host Jesse. I don't know if you're an Earth Cash Master. You probably are, like gold or platinum or something now. Yeah, I've done all those things. <laughs> yeah, you've done them all. And our special guest for tonight, Keith Petrus. Keith, glad you're on board tonight. Glad to be here. <laughs> uh, Keith's been on. Uh, a few times before, we're we're glad to have him back on with us tonight. Um, definitely have your questions um, uh, ready and placed into our uh, wonderful chat room. And we've got, I guess, Keith. I'll let you announce. What, what we're doing something special tonight. What are we doing special? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I was going to give away a few prizes during the during the show. Uh, got a few things to uh, thought it would spice it up a little bit, and I also wanted to mention that anybody who subscribes uh, this evening after the podcast will get a uh, a bonus random path tag in their little swag pack. So, Ooh, so nice. people know there's a little extra bonus if you decide to subscribe or even resubscribe tonight. Awesome, man. Very good. Yes. Um, that is 
That is wonderful. We have been, um, we, we've always been big uh, fans of FTF Geocacher Magazine, and we're going to get into that tonight. Um, I actually went back and found uh, my first, well, it's my oldest edition. I'll explain in a little bit about why um, it's not the very first edition and uh, I'll keep that that little bit of info for uh, a little bit. But before we do that, we do have a couple of news items. So, Jesse, we are 55 days from it's be here in no time. the eighth annual podcast of hope. 55 days is all we got. It'll be, be here. Ready. It'll be right right around the corner. We do. And um, we had um, a, and fortunately we haven't done the, the show yet, the, the, uh, the show about the show yet, because we, Mary, I was telling you before how awesome it, the, this year's uh, mm-hmm. cast of stars is going to be. Yeah. I added another one that blew me away even more. So I don't know how that, I don't know the the correct term for that, but I've got another big, big superstar on top of all the superstars we have. I've got another superstar. Another superstar. Yeah. It's a cavalcade of stars. It's going to be great. Um, So that's December 2nd, December 2nd at um, starting 4 p.m. Central goes to midnight central which one o'clock my time that's insane bleeds next year jesse will do 3 p.m to midnight eastern how's that that or like not... noon to like eight o'clock <laughs> in the evening that sounds better to me we, we we may have to go to that we may have we're getting older we may need to go to um you know three you know 2 p.m to 10 p.m or something even the Sunday going. show keeps me up late. What are you talking about? I gotta be up early in the morning. I know. You just um, like to torture me, I think. Yeah, and then the other quick, quick news item. Then we got a lot to cover tonight. Uh, but which is the Earthcash Day this Earth. weekend? Earthcash weekend, I guess. Yeah, International uh, Earthcash Day, but weekend for souvenirs. Yeah, and. Um, I was able to find one about gas. How about that? Uh, and oh yeah, I've done one about gas in Texas. Gas? Yep. Right on the side uh, of the highway. Oh wow! Yeah, this one was um, over by Grapevine Mills Mall. We went to Meow Wolf, which was I don't have time to talk about Meow Wolf other than it's it's Weird. to me it's worth it. It's just it's yeah, a crazy yeah. wild experience. It's, it's a very surreal. different experience. My daughter yeah. liked it. I didn't necessarily yeah. like it. My daughter thought it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's not for everybody, but I, I mean, it's, I think the part Jesse, you would have liked is the fact, like I mentioned that we found these Easter eggs within. Yeah. It's very geocaching then, adjacent. There's no doubt about it. It's similar to geocaching. Yeah. And at that point, I think he would have been like, Oh, it's on now. I'm finding all of them. <laughs> yeah. When I went, I went with some teenage girls my daughter included, and it was more like a selfie museum than anything. So, yeah. 
That was not my. It was like a selfie museum in neon, and that was not my jam. So, yeah, uh, but it's okay. And I, I will admit also that I did not get my Earthcast souvenir this weekend, which you is did not, not super surprising because I don't find a lot of Earthcasts. So. Yeah, I know you've 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 hidden a lot of them. I've hidden a bunch. I don't find that many, but yeah, Keith, did you happen to find an Earthcast? Did you? I did not. I just saw that this morning, and I wasn't sure when the cutoff was. Uh, oh. I have not logged one. Good question. I, I think you're. I mean, I think we're similar in our caching and the fact that. I it just happened that it was on our list and it was over by where we were going to be. So I'll be honest with you, I didn't, I didn't hunt it down. But when, when, um. When there was then, it was like, oh, cool, we get a souvenir. So that's kind of the way I look at it. My caching style, casual. If it, if, it, if it comes my way, I go for it. Absolutely. <laughs> just do like a lot of people do and have one in your back pocket and just claim it this weekend. That's <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Or find Keep it like a, three days from now and backdate it. Yeah. Right. There you go. <laughs> Keep a good dozen of them wait on, on, on backlog just waiting for the right moment. Or the other yeah. trick is log one that you haven't found, then delete your log, but you'll keep the souvenir anyway. Ah, well, that's pretty sneaky. <laughs> I know that's pretty sneaky. I've heard of people doing that too. So funny you should say that because I think that I don't know they haven't cached long enough. I had somebody log uh, the one that the one that um, was gifted to me, the one that you gave me, the one up in. No. Um. And up till now, they've all been legit. And then, of course, this weekend, this person found it. I think they only, I think they have, I'd have to go back and look, but they put EX. That's all they put. And so I sent them a nice note saying, Where's the rest of your Earth gas log? They never responded. Hmm. So, guess what I did, Jesse? Oh, you deleted it, didn't you? I deleted it. Yeah. <laughs> Out the door you go. Yeah, I'll try to, you know, if somebody gives it a legitimate shot, I'm happy with it. But yep. you got to give it a legitimate shot. As a matter of fact, I've helped them out a lot. Like, I'll yeah, try to get them to be able to claim it. But not if they're not going to make any contact, you know. If they're not going to make an attempt. Yeah. Out the door or through the window. So, um, anyway. All right. Um, you got you, you got you got fans out there, Keith, that are <laughs> glad you're w- with us tonight. Awesome. Um, so that's good. Um, a lot of people in the chat room appreciate everyone there. Um, and we appreciate all that. So, um, yeah. Um, going cashing. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> Switched over to the chat and started making noises. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, going caching just wrapped up, so um, it sounded like they had a great time. Sorry, I missed it. Um, next year, I think the what they announced was the. Um, oh yeah, there you go. Tom says hello. Hey, hey Tom. <laughs> I think they're riding think that- together in a car so they're just under one, yes they're under d's account so they have been one account right now yeah they've been together for a few weeks because they did geo coin fest in daytona so yeah. they've been been really uh spending some time um nice long 
uh, time away nice, from work. Nice week plus of cashing there. Yeah. Get a, get away from work for a while. Um, Maybe one year I'll be able to do something like that. Take a yeah, really a ten days. That'd be great. Oh, he's D says he's driving, so that's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she's gonna have to relay messages. We don't. We want him focused. <laughs> so you're Stay saying focused. now's the time to talk bad about him because he can't say anything back in the chat room. That's true. <laughs> that's very true. Well, no, he he can through D. He can. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but next year's theme is detectives, so that would be that's a cool one, yeah, yeah. So, uh, okay, well, let's let's get into let's get into tonight's uh topic, which is the FTF magazine. I've got I got several, I got a whole thing of yeah, them. I, I got. I got a full box of them. Nice. I, I can't even lift them all. Piece. They're they're. Can you make them lighter? Because they're getting heavy. Because I'm. <laughs> That's a funny thing. You should mention that because they are getting lighter because the cost of paper keeps going up. I'm oh no! I'm literally dialing down the weight of the paper to try to save a few bucks. So. Um, oh, that's uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yep. So they are getting good. Well, thank you because I've got slightly a whole lighter, slightly lighter. <laughs> I can't lift them all. I just can't. There's there's yeah. a whole other stack just like that. So cool. I didn't know how many I had around the house until we packed up to move. Right until you moved, moved, and you're like, you know, dang, I got a lot of FTF magazines. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's one of those things too. You're like, you don't want to get rid of them because it's all it's all no, they're great. They're, they're still a great resource. I, I I'll, yeah. and I appreciate Keith that you put on the front. On the front of all of them, there's sort of a break. Maybe not completely, but you've got topics along highlights, the Highlights, yeah. Yeah, highlights. So I can flip through this really quickly. It's like a Rolodex. I can go through it, yeah. and I can find, like, oh, there's an article about, you know. Yeah. Don't go out in the dark. Oh, well, we're going to do a show about night caching. There's a resource for me. or cause, That's a good you know, point. Yeah, it's been it, so. It's it's a very helpful. It's very helpful that you do that. So mm -hmm. please keep, please keep this part. <laughs> that's been with me from the beginning. So that's not from gonna the change. beginning. I'm all for well, consistency in the cover. The magazine itself has changed dramatically over the years, but that cover is going to stay the same. Cool. Uh, speaking of, can we um, can we do that? Let's can we go back to the beginning, the genesis? Uh, when 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 did you? conceive of the idea and when did you do the very first ftf magazine and what was it called originally was it always called it was that always ftf magazine the uh um, okay uh i got the idea for the name of the magazine from one of the um uh geocaching forums some guy suggested it and uh i said hey that sounds like a good idea and then i uh, after I kind of announced the magazine and started trying to promote it, I got a lot of blowback from people who didn't like the, who weren't FDF hounds and like, Oh, well, we don't, we're never going to subscribe to a magazine. that's all about being FDF because we, you know, we don't right. expect that. <laughs> so, right. Uh, well but it was a, it was a minor thing. And I, I was able to convey that, Hey, this thing's not going to be all about FTFs. I mean, it's, it was just a, right. a name that I thought was catchy and, and people who are geocachers would immediately connect to it. So right. the concept. 
So, yeah. Uh, and uh, the reason I started the magazine was because I, I had just myself gotten interested in geocaching and I'm a graphic designer. And I, I thought, well, there's got to be some uh, there's got to be a magazine out there about this this hobby that, you know, it's so popular. And there wasn't one. So I thought, well, that that's interesting. I'll uh, I'll combine my my personal hobby with uh, mm -hmm. professionally and uh, and uh, create a create a magazine about geocaching. And that's how it all how it all started that's really cool what what was um what was the year what was the i believe it was 2010 yeah it was okay 2010. i think the first issue came out in um oh gosh now i should see there's either january february 2010 or 2011 i think it was 2010 though but anyway the uh yeah 2010 it was um okay. uh, and, yeah some couple things got mentioned um houston texas dave said i'll make this short <laughs> he says gary needs a lending FTF magazine <laughs> library cash here here's the thing i went back and looked and i remembered what happened and that was that uh my very the my oldest that i have with me right now is um where to go here it is that's the latest volume five issue number six. Mm -hmm. Okay. That wasn't the very first magazine I ever got because I lent a couple of these out and never got them back. Oh. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so that's why. And then this is the latest, uh, edition. Uh, yes. volume 13 issue one so the the volumes and the issues remind me how the how you got those laid out well originally the volume um issue numbers were um had to do with the month uh the, like the bi-monthly months they released they were released Oh, okay. At some point, I started getting behind because I'm a one-man show, basically, in terms of yep. the magazine. I get a lot of help from contributors, but uh, the layout and everything I do myself, uh, so uh, sometimes I get behind. And eventually, I got to where I couldn't keep up with the six issues a year. So I don't know if, if you're a, an astute reader, if you pay attention, you'll, you've noticed the last couple of years, there's been more like five issues per year. Okay. Uh, it doesn't That's affect fine. your subscription because you still get your sixth issue. It just comes up, you know, yeah, later right. than normal. A little so, later. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to get back on track to where I'm doing that more, more uh, on a more regular basis, but it just, it never aligned properly. Uh, right. So, uh, and, and now, while we're talking and, and I, I promised some people uh, I'd be giving away prizes uh, while we were here. Uh, so I think uh, this would be a good time to jump into that because uh, one of the things about the issues and the way they were uh, released, um, uh, everybody knows who Spartacus was. Yep. Or is. And yep. uh, he had uh, he had gotten into some issues <laughs> and was talking about how he wanted to be in the magazine. So uh, the, the very first question for the prize giveaway, this is going to be a Spartacus uh, gold tag is number one uh, uh is uh what was the very first issue that spartacus appeared in and put, put the answer in the chat and whoever gets it first will get a spartacus gold tag nice the so they very need volume first issue, issue here what do they need to put in for the answer 
the volume and issue number or the name of the issue if they know that. Right. Something that identifies the issue. Yeah. We're getting so, some guesses. Issue one. Um, <laughs> now, here's the funny thing. D. Vickery just uh, said issue one, and I, I'm prepared to give her the prize, except that when I went back and looked at issue one, I could not find Spartacus. <laughs> That's me every month. I've been thinking for years. <laughs> I've been thinking for years that Spartacus had been in every single issue. Uh, and now I'm not so sure. I actually emailed him earlier today and said, hey, man, were you in issue number one? I mean, there was only one photo of a group. And I didn't see anybody that looked like him. And there was a guy with a beard. Maybe it was him, but I didn't think it looked like him. So I'm right. not sure uh, exactly if he was in issue number one yet. So not everybody knows what you're talking about right now. So if, this may be a good time <laughs> to explain. We got we got to assume that some people have never heard of FDF Geocacher Magazine. Right. Now, 99% of the people that show up in this show have known about it for years. Well, but we have a lot of they, people. If they listen to the show... Since we have a commercial at the beginning of every one of our shows about FTF Magazine, it tells people about Spartacus. Gary, but again, people... Let me ask you something, Gary. Am I assuming too much? You are tonight. You I'm assuming too much, all right. right? Yeah. You listen to a lot of podcasts, Gary? <laughs> yes, I know. I know. How many Go ahead. do you skip through? Go ahead. Tell about Spartacus. <laughs> so here's the... Uh, the uh, I've been watching the answer scroll through... And I don't know who actually got it first or anything, so I'm not going to announce anything. We'll go back and award it uh, once we find out or uh, uh, once we look at the transcript after the fact. But okay. uh, I know for certain, and I'm still not sure about issue one. So if if, if issue one is correct, I'll award uh, one to D. Yeah. Uh, but the I know for certain he was in issue number two <laughs> because <laughs> – he was in a cashier's up close. He su he submitted a cashier's up close bio, so he's very prominently uh, displayed in issue number two. And there's oh, a possibility okay. he might still be in issue number one, but I could not find him when I went back and looked. Okay, gotcha. Well, we <laughs> might have to give it to the first person who said issue two. I think that was um, Terraviators. They were the first ones. I, I think so. I, that was the first time I saw it. I wasn't sure if anybody had said it before that because we were talking. But. I think that's the first. Well, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the very first. So there we go. We can always go back and look. Yeah, yeah, we can check. Um, I did want to mention real quick before we move on to further topics. Uh, we had a, a person who said, oh, Katie. She said, um, used to subscribe. I should subscribe again. And Katie, if you do subscribe again uh, during the show or after the show, then you're going to get an extra path tag uh, if you subscribe tonight. So there you go. Extra swag in your uh, packet if you resubscribe tonight. So there you go. Um, awesome. Thank so. You, yeah, that'd be perfect. Um, and while we're on the uh, topic of yeah. subscribers, um, let me jump yeah, into definitely. something I wanted to do real quickly at the beginning of the uh, pod or early on in the podcast. Yeah. Um, 
I recently started a thing where I had like multiple levels of support for the magazine. So there, uh, yep. I, I started something called you know, basically the same sort of patron thing you would do through right. uh, uh, the online system. It's just something I started offering for subscribers. Uh, right. And I was going to list all the patrons and I realized I had like uh, almost 50 of them. So that that's a lot of people to list. <laughs> so right. but I did want to thank all the Patreons who are supporting it. Basically, they're supporting it a, a higher level of payment to the magazine. And in return, they get some extra swag and uh, and uh, get their uh, issues delivered to them in, in uh, manila envelopes. Uh, oh, cool. A lot, a lot of people who are hardcore subscribers uh, over the years have... Uh, have been upset because they're the postal service will just destroy their magazines uh, mm -hmm. yeah. on they're torn in half uh, covers missing things like that. So that's something that uh, I'd done something where I was offering that as a separate thing for a while, but that was, that didn't really work out. So I just mm -hmm. decided to switch to this patron system and uh, we've got quite a few people that are longtime subscribers are doing that. I appreciate that, guys. Thank you very much for uh, supporting at that level. That's I also awesome. wanted to thank the, uh, all the televangelists. I didn't realize how many I'd had, but there's over 200 people who have earned our, my little bronze televangelist tag. Oh, yeah. Basically, uh, that, that tag system where I've got three levels, bronze, uh, silver, and gold, and I offer these uh, path tags to people who, who refer other people to the magazine. So uh, I've got quite a few that have uh, earned at least the bronze level. And I was going to mention, because it's not such a long list, the people that have earned all three levels so far. Yeah, go for it. So here we go. Uh, earning bronze, gold, and uh, bronze, silver, and gold evangelist tags are in Daryl, Wolf Spirit 55, Hello Mummy, Redhead Mary, Dire Wolf 821, Traveling mm -hmm. Armadillos, Merlin 1392, mm -hmm. Epoch 13. Blue Raw, Boots Flyer, Zomboys, Pink Monkey 2, Bethy Biker, and Lil Sprinkles 67. <laughs> so, uh, and, and then uh, once you earn your three tags, you just start over again. So there's a few more that have earned beyond that level. So oh, wow. uh, uh, Baytown Burt and Geocaches are on their second silver path tag. Wow. And uh, on their second gold pad tag are Scouter 74, Triforce 66, GSM X2, MP Glenn, and Sir Skates a lot. <laughs> awesome. And, and there's a very small, tiny little group of people that have had earned three gold, uh, three sets of these tags all the way through gold pad tag number three. And one of them is Joshua Johnson, who you all know is the geocaching blogger. Yep. You've heard of him. Uh, <laughs> Stephen <laughs> Wilcox uh, uh, of Stephen Nancy. And uh, G Slink and Slinky Mama. I don't know who those yep, people are, but they, are. they're on level three of gold also. Yep. So, uh, and Gary, if you haven't, uh, if you're wondering why you haven't received your third gold tag, it's because you just now earned it. <laughs> there you go. So yeah. thank you guys. I appreciate everybody who's evangelizing the magazine. That really helps to get the word out to people who don't know about it. Uh, it's so hard to find the reach geocachers because they are so geographically di uh, dispersed. It's yeah. hard to get the word out to people who have just started, you know, that, that uh, don't necessarily have a, a, 
a ring of geocaching friends or don't it's it's just hard to get to this particular group and get in front of them so i appreciate what you no, guys are doing that's cool it is too and when you get started in the original like just in the very beginning when you get started at first you don't know about anything other than just the one things you found finding geocache you don't know about events or anything yeah you slowly yeah. get those layers where you're like oh people get together oh there's movies about this oh there's a magazine oh wait there's podcast but you can go a long time depending on where you cash and never have heard of any of those things oh yeah absolutely yeah yeah i found i pulled it off the wall literally i gotta put my thing back in but I do have some of them. Uh, they're they're displayed in different ones, but this is my first display. As you can see, there's um, there's the bronze, the silver, and the gold right there. Yeah, they were gold. There you so, go. Yeah, um, the others are in other. I've got other path tag holders back here. If you can see, <laughs> so <laughs> as time goes on, I fill up another one, and um, I'm working on whatever my, ne my next one is over here. I need to, uh, but um, yeah, they, they're, they're so cool looking. Um, I, I tell you the, I think the very first path tags I ever got were started by, were the ones I got from Yuki through the magazine, which was the cryptos, crypto, the, cri the creatures. Yeah. Yeah. The creatures are awesome. I remember that. So, here, I'll grab one so people can see what yeah, I'm Gary, talking about. Gary, what was about. that old issue that you said you had? What year was that? 2014. Oh, okay, never mind. You beat me. <laughs> I was remembering Sorry. one of the first ones I got. It was a special issue. I just remembered this. It's from Geo Woodstock 14er. Oh, yeah. yeah. But that yeah, wasn't until 2016. I thought I'd got something there for a minute, but I had to remember in my head when it was. But <laughs> that was that, you know, that was a special one that was done for the Mega. Yeah. That was a cool idea. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. The we were doing uh, for a while. They're doing a lot of the large mega events, uh, doing little mini issues that were half size, mm -hmm. basically half a letter size page. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, those were pretty popular. I kind of fell out of doing them uh, after the or after the pandemic, I guess. So we haven't right. done one of those in quite a while. The that, that was neat though because they're something not everybody has. Yeah. Can you still? Um, can you still purchase these, Keith, off the FTFGO website? A few of them I have. Those, the one you're holding there is the uh, GeoNemesis series, and those are definitely available still. Okay. Uh, and there's a handful of the uh, cryptid tags that I still have, like Nessie and things like that. Okay, uh, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those are those are available on the website. Um, I didn't realize that I had actually removed the uh, little store part. All I have are the trading cards available on the website. So uh, oh. there's actually, if you go there now, you can actually go into the store and there's a bunch of things you can buy if you want to, uh, if you're looking for swag. Oh, really cool. Yeah. The, yeah. I grabbed the GeoNemesis one. Um, mm -hmm. I, was, I was not paying attention to it, but the GeoNemesis ones are really awesome. Yeah. Here's, here, here's my very first path tag. Not that, we can stop doing home movies in a minute, Jesse, because um, <laughs> nobody wants nobody wants to hear my home movies. There's my very first path tag ever. Bigfoot, <laughs> which is Bigfoot. Yep, yep that's the very that's first cool. one I ever got that it introduced me to path tags, which was Keith sending that because I when I subscribed, I think that was again 2014, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, 
And this brings uh, me to another uh, thing I wanted to say. I wanted to thank the the people who supported the magazine by advertising. Uh, You know, geocaching.com obviously has a big ad up front in the magazine, and we trade that out for uh, advertising on their website. Yeah. Uh, but pathtags.com, these got Mike Wonderlick uh, over at uh, pathtags.com. He um, he uh, basically offered up very early on in the in the in, in my in the magazine to um, basically give away a free path tag. I mean, I don't pay for these path tags. That I, that, that Bigfoot tag you got, I got for free, and I passed oh, cool. it on to the to the subscribers. So uh, part That's of awesome. my uh, uh, I traded out with them a uh, full page ad in the back of the magazine, which you see, which is the path, path tag spotlight. Yeah. And, uh, and so all those tags that you guys have gotten over the years, all those cryptid tags have been mm-hmm. courtesy of pathtags.com. Uh, really oh, appreciate nice. their support of the magazine. Uh, we've got current advertisers like Homa Geotour, uh, Homa, I'm sorry, Homa Geotour, uh, Berkeley County, West Virginia, practical geocaching. Where is it now? Podcast. And, uh, and of course, you guys, the Geocache Talk Network. So, oh yeah, uh, definitely <laughs> appreciate all that help in getting the word out. Um, oh, absolutely. Uh, we love it. Advertisers are helping me uh, keep keep this magazine up and running. Uh, it's icing on the cake. That's awesome. Yeah, we we um, we appreciate the um, the team the teamwork we've put together with you and um, over the years. So um, and. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry to interrupt, but I'm thinking, man, we've go for it. No, you're good. Before we get another prize giveaway, so <laughs> oh, yeah. let's do, let's do it. Let's prize giveaway number. <laughs> this will be an easy one because it's a. Uh, I picked not the current issue, but the one prior because I'm not sure everybody's gotten the current issue yet. Okay. But uh, your uh, prize giveaway question number two, and let's do this for the DNF uh, tag, uh, the little one with the sad happy face. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> I love that tag too. I was really I do happy too. the way it turned out. Uh, so in uh, volume 12, number six, who wrote the story about geocaching safely? Mm. Geocaching <laughs> safely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got to get everybody's fumbling through all their magazines. <laughs> Hopefully yes. put them in order. Mine are not in order. I need to put them in order. So while people are, are doing that, a uh, question came up, which she was talking about an issue that one of her, her hiking stick was in an issue and she was remembering it or whatever years back, but she brought up a good question. And instead of just post, uh, posting up there, I'm going to ask it for you. Is there a way to buy back issues anywhere? That's the, the question that came up in the chat room. Uh, you know, it used to be, but you kind of sold out of the stock that you had, didn't you? I did. I transferred all my stock to the guys over at Space Coast Geocaching. And to be honest, I have no idea if they still have any of that left. They might. Uh, You might be able to contact them and get some of those older issues. Uh, I had a a storage unit full of those things and I, and I transferred them all to them. Uh, I've got a few back issues uh, that I give that are part of my package for the patrons and the bonus package offer on the website. Right. So, but I don't keep, uh, I don't keep an extensive stock of back issues. I keep a few just for my own reference. Uh, so yeah, uh, uh, back issues are kind of hard to come by now if they're not fairly recent. Ooh, collector's items. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I can make some side money. I get, I need to, I need to get a second subscription. And then what I can do is keep Same those one. like, 
pristine, <laughs> put them in a special hermetically sealed box. And then when people go, oh, I wish I had that up. Hmm. You're missing, an, you're missing a, an issue, are you? Oh, hmm. What's it worth to you? Um, I, I like, think we have a winner in the in the on the the question. Did we? Yeah. Let me look here. I'm trying to scan through real quickly. Uh, whoever said Chat GPT first is. Oh, the okay. I think that was Gary. Um, not me. Gary. Obviously, I'm not a. I'm I will, not. How do you pronounce that, Gary? Tell us how to pronounce that. <laughs> yeah. Really. <laughs> I think Gary won. Bed Stefaner Schedule. Bed Stefaner Schedule. Wow, that's. I've always wondered about that. Do you want them to email you? No, I mean we we can like I said it's in the it's in the uh, yeah chat. Uh, I know if you want. transcript, uh, so I can I can track it down later. Okay, no problem. Yeah, it's it'll it's yeah it's uh, time stamped as it were. Yeah. Um, I I love this answer by the way because I know where she was going <laughs> with it. She said not Tom Brotherman because you talked about geocaching safety. So that was the funny. And uh, um, <laughs> Barb says she found Spartacus in the newest issue. So good for you, Barb. I saw that. that yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, that's awesome. So, all right. Very cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, and and uh, again, speaking of Tom, I had this whole list of people I wanted to thank. Tom yeah. Bergman is one of the people who's been with me for forever with the magazine, Electric Waterboy. He does our puzzle primer. Yeah. Uh, uh, been doing that forever. Uh, right below Tom's puzzle primer is Bruce Nelson's uh, My Geek Odyssey, Professor Zoom. Uh, that's been, I, I can't believe how long these people, I started going back trying to see like how, how long ago they started submitting these tunes and things like that. Uh, yep. and these stories and most of them have been with me for years and years and years much longer than i realized that's uh, cool sunny and sandy and sean with podcaster yeah uh, april love peterson them. who does those little beat spout sprouts cartoons i love those those are so well oh, done yeah. those are awesome and of course uh people like kelly glasner ryston who does the uh cooper smith uh stories uh mm -hmm. it's uh those people have all made my job a lot easier by contributing uh consistently to the magazine uh, and giving me content to share with the readers. So uh, that's greatly appreciated. Thank you guys so much for, uh, for doing that. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kelly, like you said, she, I, I love the article she, she sends you. Uh, I love all the, I mean, I love many, many other articles. Um, you mentioned Nancy, right? Nancy Cian. I didn't because they haven't been submitting lately, but yes, I appreciate that as well okay. because they were long time contributors. Nancy, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Marvin Altina yeah. and, and his wife, Nancy, uh, great stories forever. Every once yeah. in a while he'll submit another story. And when he does, I, I put it in the magazine. Basically there, yeah. there are people, um, other others that have contributed like uh, turtle tracks. who was doing that wonderful cartoon for a while. Uh, yeah. Uh, feature, uh, uh, Atlantic, Atlanta. I can't remember the exact name of it, but uh, uh, yeah, great content for the magazine. No, you're right. It's been great. Um, so some of the things that going, like you said, going back and, and, you know, I love going back and looking at, you know, cause a lot of times I go look for, you know, I, to be honest, uh, I, um, to pull the curtain back a little bit is I guess I 
don't know if it's cheating, Jesse, but I go back through FTF magazines, look for possible show ideas. Yeah, absolutely. It's not cheating, and you got to bring it back up, right? Even if it's something that was addressed three yeah. years ago, you've got ten years worth of magazines, right? Yeah, and there's a. Uh, it, it happens all. I feel bad sometimes because sometimes I realize, oh my gosh, I just did this topic is something that Podcaster did. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that they're yeah. It's which like is, a, which is fine. You know, we're we're all you know we're all willing to share. I mean, if we come up with a good idea, I, there's only so many things to talk about that, in in right. the hobby of geocaching. You're going to have a lot of overlap. You're going to have a lot of repeat. There's nothing yeah, new. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and we all get along in all the podcast world. So if if our, our if if either we do the do the topic first and then geocaching podcast does or some of us like that's fine that's just part of you know that's part of the community most so, of us have different know, audiences um, or different that's uh, just so, more, yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah different audiences and different different takes you know everybody has a different take on you know uh, a particular topic so i, I mean I, I don't see that as something you know yeah. um uh tony salgado um who we're going to have on um, in November. Um, Tony has been very helpful. Um, either I'll see it or he'll, he'll tell me about it. Cause he like, Hey, I just did an article for FTF magazine or, you know, or I'll see it and I'll go, Tony, can we talk about this, about your article? So a lot of times with Tony, like we're going to do the one he did about the boy scouts, uh, uh -huh. his boy scout cash. So, and talk about other Vermont, uh, shout out to Vermont uh, for um, things that he's he's doing there. But so, you know, there's an example of of how we are able to kind of work, you know, again, sort of a team team thing where it was an FTF magazine. It becomes a it can become um, a show. So that's really cool. And yeah. if people see one and they want to suggest to us like, hey, I really love this article, love to discuss it uh, even further you know, uh, send us a note and, um, you know, we can, um, we can kind of look and see if we can put that on the calendar or whatever, send mm -hmm. it to geocache talk at gmail.com. And you saw an article in uh, FTF magazine, let us know, let me know the article number so I can go hunt it down myself too. <laughs> and, uh, we can go from there on that. That's yeah, that's, that's a great idea. Um, and it, it it's, it, it works, it works great. So, mm -hmm. That's been very helpful. So, um, so speaking of that, of, yeah. of articles and, and, you know, how we can kind of each help each other. Um, oh, there's, there he is right there. Tony jumped yeah. in. Um, great articles. You know, he's another great contributor. Um, so love Tony's articles. Absolutely. I would do them even if, if I find it or he finds it, either way, I love his articles. So uh, anyway, but as speaking of articles, what what are some things that people who have not contributed before uh, who are maybe asking, well, what what does Keith want? You know, what are what are the kind of things that you are looking for from the geocaching community to submit to you? Well, um I love, uh, we get a lot of stories that, that are entertaining personal stories about people's experiences geocaching. Uh, yeah. If you've got a funny story to tell, I'll always, we, everybody loves those. Um, 
and I've said this many times before, uh, the things I wish I had more of were things like how-to articles, uh, how to build a cache, how to camouflage a cache, uh, hints and tips, things like that. Just little, you know, it doesn't have to be a, a, a major project or essay, uh, just little uh, ideas. Uh, I remember one time uh, very early on publishing a little snippet about a guy saying he carried a toothbrush with him because it was great for cleaning the edges of ammo cans so that they would seal oh, properly. <laughs> cool, <laughs> that that's great. That kind of stuff because it's practical stuff that geocachers, you know, could could uh, you know make use of. Um, and of course, always any kind of funny encounter you have. I love the discovered with geocaching things that people send me uh, send in. Yes. those are usually a lot of fun. So yeah, anytime you have fun or, or you know an encounter with animal or law enforcement or anything that's kind of out of the ordinary, uh, those are those are great stories. So uh, uh, yeah, I'd say uh, uh, those three are the kind are the ones that I would like to see more of. Um, clearly, all the stuff that get, does get sent in uh, is is uh, uh, all has its own merit as well. Okay, cool. And so, if somebody does submit, uh, say a photo you're probably wanting and correct me if I'm wrong, but you're wanting like the context around it. Like I found this while I was geocaching or. Absolutely. Okay, cool. And we need to put it in. So what is the, uh, is there an email address that we need to, I forgot to put if it in. If you go the to, uh, basically you can always submit things directly to FTF guy at FTFGO.com or Preferably send it to stories at ftfgo.com. You can also okay. go to the website ftfgo.com and submit the story via one of the links there. Because there are, um, I just sent in a story about machete, <laughs> finding machete. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. Yep. Yeah, I'm sorry. There was, it popped up there. One of the, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll bring it back up. Okay. Um, but sto stories at ftfgo.com. Stories cool. at ftfgo.com. Yes. Perfect. Yeah, that's funny. So somebody, yeah, somebody submitted something. Um, that's awesome. Find a machete. Yeah, that's a that's a story right there. I can't wait to read it. I haven't, I haven't seen that yet. Hopefully, hopefully it was clean. <laughs> yeah, not the story, the machete. <laughs> yeah, or both. Actually, both. Or both. <laughs> yeah, uh, the machete clean because uh, otherwise. Um, Oh, it was used in a crime. Wow. Yeah, that's oh, wow. that's going to make it, that's going to make the magazine right there. I can tell. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, you, so there you go, Jesse. That's that. That's like your old neck of the woods. Not, did you not ever, where you found it. Did you ever send in your story, Gary, about the, what we want to get in the story now? Cause it might be an article coming up. If you haven't done it about what you found special in a, a cemetery that one time. Oh, you have a photo way? associated. You showed me. Oh, Try not to ruin the, the story in case it comes in. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you don't remember finding a very different cemetery cache one time. Yeah, what did I find? I found some crazy stuff. So here's what's <laughs> funny. In about three minutes from now, it's going to come to him and he's going to laugh because he, <laughs> he cannot believe he doesn't know what I'm talking about. Probably not. Um, now, um, I know Sheila, um, she found a dead body. Ooh, yikes! I don't think it made the magazine though, but that's uh, that's unfortunate. That would be yeah. That's yeah. she, she uh, kind of ruined her day, kind of ruined her geocaching because she had to wait for 
Yeah, that was a real the like, da- the, the darn police. Episode. Wow. Um, Halloween edition. Yeah, we are doing a Halloween edition, by the way. <laughs> um, not about that, but we are going to do. We're going to talk about Halloween geocaches. I think it's the 29th. So there you go. Definitely uh, come back for that one. So, uh, all right, cool. Let's see where we where are we at. That's cool. No, that's good. Um, thanks for that, Keith. I wasn't sure, uh, but a couple of different ways you can go. Yeah, go to FTFGO or use the stories at. That's cool. Absolutely. Um, we talked about the beginnings. Um, so one thing I noticed the other day, we were talking or. Um, Cause I oh, what what, Scott got something? Yeah. So uh, never too many milestones. I'll fill the whole magazine with milestones if you want. People love the milestones and the, yeah, no problem. Send them in. I love that's cool. one of my favorite parts of the magazine, which seems weird. Yeah, but it, yeah. it is actually. You know, I go back and watch read it all, but I look to that almost first every time just to see if it's people I know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I love doing yeah. that. Every we're time we're a community and we know a lot of, if you, if you're, if you go into a mega, you're going to see people in there that you, you've met. So yeah, I understand that. That that's makes sense. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and do at, at that point, another prize giveaway. Oh, uh, still a one year subscription this time. Uh, oh. And the question is everybody ready? <laughs> The question is, what is the name of the world's most famous geocaching monkey? <laughs> These are hard questions. Oh, no, no. That's uh... Why have you not booked him on the show, Gary? I know. We need the world's most famous geocaching monkey. I'm just saying. Why have you not? I, I will... I will put that on my my uh, speaker, my guest list, and get get to it. <laughs> I'll get to it very soon because we need that. Not frog, but uh, monkey. Monkey. We've, yeah. we've already we've already got a, a winner. Oh, uh, uh, is it, I hope D's not driving. <laughs> no, D's not driving. driving. <laughs> okay, good. Diesel. Cecil, that's uh, my geek odyssey. That's the name of the little monkey who's always in that in that cartoon strip below Tom Brotherman's uh, uh, story. Yep. I was yeah. Gonna, yeah. I <laughs> Here's an honorable mention that. for that question: Land Monkey. Land Monkey. Land Monkey's a good. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a, a good runner. Up right there. That's a really good honorable mention <laughs> right there. Not what you were looking for, but yes, that's a very good one. That's nice. I like Project Ape was pretty funny too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, Cecil. They can come up with anything. Yeah, it reminds um, me of the people who find Spartacus in weird places in the magazine. No, that's not him, but it, yeah, it does kind of look like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really. There's Cecil. Yeah, right there's there. Cecil. He's been with me for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say because you've had that, you've had old Cecil there for quite a while now. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I was going back to the old issues and like, wow, I, I didn't realize. Uh, that feature had been in there for that long. Yeah, that's awesome. Very cool. Um, so one of the things I ran across the other day is sort of getting prepared for today and something that I don't, I'm, I assume people know, but you, you get out and geocache, you know, you, you, uh, you know, when you can, 
like all of us. Um, my first question was, and I think we've mentioned this before on the last, you know, on one of the previous episodes. But tell people real quick, because this is one of Jesse's. Jesse loves these, but why are you FTF guy? Number one, and then I'll ask you the sec part two of that question in a minute. <laughs> well. Um, when I would go to events and the megas and all that stuff, uh, they were all, everybody said, Hey, you're the FTF guy because of FTF magazine. So <laughs> right. I, uh, I, uh, so I, I went ahead and looked, I looked to see if the, the name was available. Yeah. So I literally changed my name to the FTF guy. Right. But then someone said, Hey, when I looked at your name, it looks like theft guy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. That's Probably so right. That, well, that is not going to work. So then I looked nope. and I saw that FTF guy was not taken, which amazed me. I couldn't believe that nobody I'm had chosen that, FTF yeah. guy as a geo nickname. So I, I just changed, shortened it to that, and that's what I've been ever since. Yeah, could, that's really cool. Because um, I don't want to be theft guy. <laughs> you don't be theft guy. No, no, definitely not. Um, and you've been, you know, and like I said, I. I being friends on Facebook, you know, you see certain, some things. And I noticed that you had found some recent caches that we don't really have time to get into all of them, but I do want to mention, I, w I want to have you mention to everyone. Uh, there was one that really caught my eye and I'd like to go uh, to, um, to Leander, Texas. Now I found all the, I found all the, um, the counties, but I definitely want to head back down there because, um, Tell people about the one, I know this may be kind of gruesome, but it's, it, to me, it's fascinating history. So there was a cache he found, it was called Webster Massacre. Yeah, it, uh, this, is, uh, this is one of the things that I love about geocaching is you just discover things you would never, I mean, every we, you hear this all the time. I, yeah. I never would have known this place existed if it weren't for mm -hmm. geocaching. Yeah. So um, I've been driving past the cemetery every day for almost a year going to pick up my grandson. Uh, right. uh, and uh, I, I kept thinking, oh, there's probably a cache in there. So finally, one day I pulled it up on the map and sure enough, there was. So I go to I said, well, I'll stop by and get the cache. Well, the cache is uh, I mean, it was nothing special. It was just a little container. I mean, yeah. It was like the worst hidden cache you'd ever hope to see <laughs> and just a, a tube sitting out in the open, you know, in, in a hole in the fence. And uh, so there's nothing special about the cache itself, but uh, it was placed at, at the site of Webster's massacre. Um, and uh, Webster's massacre was basically this family traveling way back in the 18, I think it was 1829, uh, right before the Alamo and all that. Uh, oh, wow. This man and his wife and two daughters, and he had gathered a, a, a bunch of men to go with him. Uh, they were going to go settle on their homestead in Burnett County, which is north of Leander. And right. they get up to this ridge and they look down and they've got like four wagon trains with oxen. And they look down on the valley where their homestead is supposed to be. And right. it's just, there's thousands of Comanche Indians down there. Oh, boy. So they say, whoa. <laughs> and they said, they, yeah. So they, they started backtracking and they were hoping they hadn't been spotted by the Comanches. So the, they backtracked all night long, had a broken wagon wheel, got hung up. And they, right at dawn, they get to this area called Brushy Creek, which is where this little cemetery was. Right. And 
the uh, the Comanches attacked, and they basically did the like in the old Western movies, circled the wagons and right, and they fought all morning until the last man was dead, wow. and uh, and the 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 wife and two children and a one uh, I think they said they had a a, a servant uh, a slave uh, right. that was captured along with them, yeah. and uh, these they were uh, basically held by the Comanche for two years. But, but the thing that struck me was like, I'm thinking, wow, wow. it's just such an epic thing to have happened in this one little place that I had no yeah. idea. And to think you're in a, you're in a place where something like that happened 200 years ago. And, uh, I was thinking, I, I always, I'm always frustrated because I can't really appreciate how real something like that is. You know, this really happened. This isn't just a story. It's not something I saw. Right. The, this happened here in this place where I am right now. And I looked up and I, I started looking around me and I see these oak trees, hundreds of giant oaks with huge trunks. Yeah. And giant. I realized these oak trees were here when that happened. Oh, wow. These oak yeah. trees bore witness to this event. Wow. And I love doing time lapse videos. I would love to have seen a time lapse video, 200 year long time lapse yeah, video. Yeah, I know. Of these oak trees growing and all this change. Because right where I was at, there was a there was a cement yard next door. There was all this modern stuff all around, yeah. me, around this site that had such historic significance. It was just really a cool moment. And that's what I love about geocaching. <laughs> it just, yeah. uh, you just don't get an experience or you wouldn't necessarily have that experience if somebody didn't take the time to hide a, a, a geocache in a place that's historically interesting. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's something we always talk about is typically, you know, uh, uh, well, what Jess and I have talked about, what we consider a good cache is either takes us to an interesting location or the cache is interesting. It's one of the exactly. two, or it could be so both. That's but, yeah. Either one of those is a check is a check mark on my box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's what Wendy said. It's what I love of history. Hey, Wendy. Story of <laughs> who we are and what has happened to us. So there you go. Yeah. Very cool. Um, all righty. Uh, you want to do a prize giveaway? Time, aren't we? Yeah, we're, we're starting to run. We're starting to run out of time. Okay. Okay. I know people have said it's gone. Though. It's gone quick. Hmm. Well, I think you were going to ask me about my Spain trip. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, um, or at least it didn't yeah. happen. It will happen hopefully in the spring. I'm still planning to do it. Uh, I had some personal cool. issues in my life that they got in yeah. the way of that. Um, uh, yeah, because you did the Camino. I think that we, we, we I, that was either the last time I had you on or the time before we talked about the Camino. Mm -hmm. um, we talked about the hurricane that, that hit in your yeah. boat. Like, where's my boat, which you live <laughs> on? Like, yeah. where? Where's my house? Because it's gone. Uh, but yeah, you went, did the Camino in in Spain, and you're hoping to go back again. So that's really cool, right? Um, but yeah, we're yeah the time time definitely flies. So yeah, um, yeah. So we'll we we can talk Spain. You know, you know, w w sometime in the future. Not sure. not a problem. And sure. then yeah, that that'll be that'll be uh, that'll be great. And then uh, speaking of the boat. Um, are you going to keep the boat? What's, what, what are your, what are your boat slash house boat 
domicile. <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, the boat is still uh, afloat, which is always uh, a comfort to me. Uh, I'm yeah. always afraid it's going to sink any moment. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, the uh, there's a chance we may relocate it. Uh, we're, we we ourselves may relocate from uh, from Port Aransas up to uh, the hill country up here somewhere in Georgetown, uh, Leander area, oh. where my oh, son cool. is and my grandson is. Uh, so that leaves us with the question of what to do with the boat. Um, so we actually have thought about possibly putting it on an acre of land somewhere and turn it into an Airbnb or something. So, oh, that'd be uh, wild. yeah, that'd be cool. so we don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of up in the air at the moment. I have no idea what we're going to do for sure, but, uh, that's, that's, uh, one possibility. And I want to mention cool. a couple of other things. Um, yeah, definitely. Go before we go, cause I wanted to get a few things in about the magazine. Uh, yeah, one is that. If you have an event, if you're planning an event sometimes, let me know. I'll send you a free door prize, usually a year subscription or something you can give away at the event. So yes. if you're planning an event and, you know, meet and greet at some point in the future, uh, contact me, FDFguy at FDFGO.com, and I'll send you a door prize to give away. Uh, there's a possibility that I may be attending the Texas Roundup next weekend here in Texas. Uh, in Austin, Texas. So I, yep. I, I, I'm hoping to see some of the folks in the chat room there uh, this next weekend. Uh, that'll be yep. fun. Uh, something I'm looking forward to. I want to cool. mention that the topic of the next issue is um, going to be uh, geo garb or what do you wear geocaching, either for safety mm. or for stealth or Bucky's. to show that you're a geocacher. Yeah, showing off your uh, your <laughs> your Bucky shirt. <laughs> um, so anything related, uh, I, I think uh, Baytown Bird had did an article. I was looking through the magazines, and he had done one back, uh, a while back about what he wore, boots and things like that for safety and, and dealing with, uh, 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 you know, different types of terrain and things. Um, and last but not least, I wanted to mention that I've got something new coming and that I'll be putting in the store. Uh, everybody loves finding Spartacus, uh, but not everybody has gotten a Spartacus tag. Uh, so I've created a Spartacus merit badge that Ooh. you can just order. <laughs> you you can order. You wow. Don't have hey. to, you don't have to win it. You can just literally buy the darn thing and, uh, yep. and put it on your backpack. <laughs> on the so, store. That's awesome. Hey, that, that I'm excited about that. I think that's kind of cool. I've always loved merit badges. I was never a boy scout, but I've always loved the yeah. concept of merit badge. Mm -hmm. That, that, that deserves this. Yeah, that that that's uh... breaking <laughs> news. Uh, that is awesome. So yeah, um, everything at uh, ftfgo.com, the website. Uh, definitely go there. You can buy things. You can subscribe. Um, yeah, those those are some spilled beans right there, Hodag. Don't you think? <laughs> so I didn't even have to do that. Um, so yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, Cool. Well, um, I guess some um, some last thoughts, last minute thoughts on things. Um, so I guess we'll kind of go around. I'll leave Keith. I'll leave you for the for last, uh, and I'll go real quick and just say that I am so grateful that you have done these over the years, um, and I appreciate your friendship and and um, our being able to work together uh, over time and. Um, they have been um, they have been wonderful. Like I said, um, 
they they're uh, inspiring and um i i do I, I really love i love getting it and um it's one of those things like we don't get a lot of i don't know it seems like when we get mail there's not really a lot of good mail to get <laughs> so yeah. when you open the ma- okay. when you open the mailbox up and there's an ftf magazine in there you're like yeah. <laughs> that's good so go I'm ahead glad you guys enjoy it that that means a lot yeah go ahead jesse yeah hey, i would say the same thing I, uh, I i always tell everybody don't assume people know about geocaching podcast or books or magazines or True. you know songs even there's all that stuff out there and there's geocaches communicate well i think but at the same time not everything spreads as it should so i, I always tell everybody let people know, especially new people, that there's all these resources. Yeah. Especially when you first get in the game, you're wanting to, you know, consume everything. Yeah. Let everybody know about it and, and keep spreading the word. Yeah. Absolutely. So go ahead, Keith. What what are your last last thoughts for well, tonight or anything else we need? I that uh, the stuff I just said a while ago was pretty much all I really wanted to finish with. Uh, so let's give away something else. Let's do another I don't know what I'm gonna oh, give away. Wow. Maybe another subscription or something. Oh wow! Awesome. We got a well, we got a bonus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the question is, uh, what geocaching lackey inspired my interest in Spain? What geocaching lag lackey inspired your trip to trip to Spain? Camino de Santiago. Right. These so are all pretty a, easy questions. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So there was a lackey. One of the lackeys sort of turned you on to doing the Camino. So cool. Well, put your, sweet. put your, in, put your, uh, put your, uh, we, we have an answer for sure. Let's see. Yep. Burnt turtles. Got it right. Right off the bat. Okay, cool. Yep. Any love, three of the, Annie the, love, uh, uh, hiked the Camino de Santiago and, and wrote a story for the magazine and it was so compelling and interesting that I immediately decided I was going to do the same thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Which was an, which I know was an amazing trip for you. Oh, it was. Um, yes. We we got to live vicariously through that when you were on the show, talking about it because it's like unbelievable going through the Pyrenees and and getting lost in the Pyrenees. <laughs> <laughs> Briefly, <laughs> no. yeah, which yeah. is incredible, and then finding your way, you know, back and and the people that you met. It's just go back and listen, folks, to that uh, that uh, of our episodes, and um, yeah, find the one with Keith going doing the Camino. Uh, that was a uh, really cool. So um, cool. Well, thanks for the thanks for the giveaways, Keith. We appreciate mm-hmm. it. Thanks for being, you know, a um, a fan and um, sharing geocache talk uh, with others. Thank you for, um, you know, giving us a little bit of ad space. That that really means a lot to us. And um, well, I appreciate you guys uh, responding in turn uh, uh, with uh, promoting the magazine. That's that's uh, yep. fantastic. Very cool. Um, and then that'll, that'll do it. So I think um, we will see everybody next Sunday. Um, looking forward to that one. Um, Jesse's going to be um, really um, kind of in his wheelhouse 
but it's also in Charles's wheelhouse. We're going to talk about hiding things in the mountains and in the desert and yeah. how you go about doing that. So <laughs> not as easy as it sounds, right, Jesse? There's a little bit of. Yeah, it's uh, there's there's some complications for sure. <laughs> there are. But you, they, we want people to do it the, the right way. So we're going to we're going to have a uh, educational Sunday next next Sunday. So anyway. Thanks, Sarah. Hope everybody has a good week, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. May your finds be many and your DNFs be few. May the terrain and difficulty less than two and whatever it is you're looking for may it find its way to you and may we all meet again Folks, we hope you've enjoyed the show tonight. Please email us your comments at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The show can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, or Spotify, as well as at the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click that subscribe button below and ring that bell notification so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And tell your friends about the show. Get them involved with us in the chat room. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go geocaching.